Well, what a joy it is to welcome you to this Easter celebration service. I'm delighted that you're a part of this. What a wonderful time of worship we have had together. I hope you joined in. This is Resurrection Sunday, Easter 2020. And I know it's a little different this year because we're not able to be together, but I really want you to know how much I appreciate you joining us online and being a part of this. And I hope even though we're not physically present together, you still, still sense very much a connectedness with the family of God here at Taylor's First Baptist Church. And if you're joining us, you're not a member of the Taylor's First Baptist Church family, we welcome you as well. Thank you for being a part of this time. I want to thank Ian and Gloria Kearns for letting us uh, borrow their backyard here to record this message, these beautiful surroundings. Again, just remind us of, of uh, the newness of life that comes at this time of year. And more than that, of course, the newness of life that Christ brings into our lives when we embrace Him as Lord and Savior. So happy Easter to you and to your family. And thank you for joining us as we get started this morning. Let me lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, on this Easter Sunday, our hearts are full. We are grateful for what You have done for us through the person of Your Son and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate not that He is a dead Savior, but that He is a living, risen Lord. And we celebrate that today, not just the fact that He lives, but that He lives in us, those of us who know Him as Lord and Savior. So Father, I pray that our time together today would be a time that really enables us to focus on the difference that the resurrection makes in our lives and in the way we live our lives. And Lord, I pray You'll use this time today to speak Your truth into our hearts. Is the prayer that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, I want to invite you to turn to the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. John chapter 21. We're going to read quite a few verses here, but I just want to begin by reading verses 1 through 3 of John chapter 21. And you follow along in your copy of God's Word as I read. It says, After this, Jesus revealed Himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And He revealed Himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of His disciples were together. And Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to Him, We will go with you. And they went out and they got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Now, the events taking place here in John chapter 21 are taking place after the resurrection. In other words, this is post-Easter. And John tells us here in verse 1, if you look at it, that the whole reason for what is about to happen here in this text is that Jesus is desiring to reveal Himself 
to His disciples. And that is really key. Actually, this is the third time that Jesus will have revealed Himself to His disciples after the resurrection. The first time you can read about back in John chapter 20, Jesus appeared to His disciples actually on Resurrection Sunday, the evening of the day He rose from the grave. He appears to His disciples who were huddled, cowering, behind locked doors because they were afraid. And Jesus came into that room and He said to them, Peace be with you. You know, our Lord is always speaking peace into the chaos and the calamities of life. And He did so with His disciples on that first Easter Sunday. And He gathered them around Him. Now, all of them were there except for Thomas. And Jesus invited those disciples to look at the wounds in His hands look at the wounds in His side and know that it was really He who had risen from the dead. The second revelation of Jesus takes place about eight days after that. Jesus appears to His disciples again. This time Thomas the doubter uh, is present. And once again, Jesus speaks peace into their lives. And He actually invites Thomas to place his fingers into the wounds in his hands and in his side. Well, when we come to John chapter 21, we're looking now at the third revelation of Jesus to His disciples. And this takes place, John tells us, around the Sea of Tiberias, which is another name for the Sea of Galilee. Now, Peter and some of his companions were there somewhere in the vicinity, and they were looking back and probably, I imagine, pondering all that had happened to them over these past eight days. Imagine what they must have been dealing with as they thought over all of that. And Peter uh, is going to suggest something to, to his companions here, and it's important what he's going to suggest. But before we look at that, let me remind you that at this point in John chapter 21, these disciples knew that Jesus had risen from the dead. They knew He had come up out of that tomb. They had talked to Him. They had seen Him. They had touched Him. And so they knew Jesus had won the victory over death and the grave and sin. They knew that He had risen. Uh, they had heard His words to them back in John chapter 20, verse 21, where Jesus said to them, As the Father has sent Me, so now I am sending you. The disciples knew all of this. So you would think that they would be saying to one another, our Lord has risen. Let's go do it. Instead, Peter says, let's go fishing. <laughs> now, can we be honest for just a minute this morning? That sounds just a little unspiritual, doesn't it? I mean, Jesus has risen from the dead. He has given these disciples their marching orders to take the gospel into their world. And Peter says, you know what? Here's what I feel like doing today. I just want to go fishing. Now, why would Peter say something like that? Well, again, think back over all that these guys had been through. The turmoil and you know the, the, the confusion of the crucifixion the emotional upheaval of the resurrection, their own struggle with their own personal guilt and fear and sense of failure. And I think Peter is probably saying something here that a lot of us feel like saying 
a lot of the time. You know, I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> I just can't handle all that's going on in my life. I can't deal with everything that's taking place all around me. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do anymore. Let me just go back to something normal. I think that's what Peter was feeling. And I think that's what a lot of us feel sometimes when we feel like life has turned so dramatically sometimes. So let's look at what happens here if we can. Peter says, I want to go fishing. And if you read the rest of verse 3, the other disciples must have felt the exact same way because they said, we're going to go with you. But I want you to look at this. The last part of verse 3 is key. It says, so they went out and they got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Now this brings us to the first of two great truths that we see in this text. We're only going to look at the first of them today. We'll look at the next one uh, next Sunday. But here's the first great truth that we see from this post-resurrection narrative in John chapter 21. And it's a very simple lesson, but remember it. A risen, ruling, reigning Lord Jesus changes everything. A risen, ruling, reigning Lord Jesus changes everything because Jesus has risen from the grave. Nothing is ever going to be the same anymore. That's the lesson these first disciples had to learn on that post-resurrection day as they were out on the Sea of Galilee. They were out trying to fish. And I want you to remember these guys, these guys were the pros. This is what they had done for a living before Jesus came along and turned their world upside down. John had been a fisherman. So had Andrew, his brother. Uh, Peter had been a fisherman. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, had been fishermen. So these guys knew how to fish. Uh, they knew how to reel fish in by the boatload, but now they couldn't even bring in a single sardine. The, the Word of God says they caught absolutely nothing. And it wasn't because the fish weren't biting. It wasn't because they were using the wrong bait. It wasn't because they had failed to catch the last episode of River Monsters or Wicked Tuna. It wasn't because they had failed to pick up the latest generation of fish and tackle from Bass Pro Shops. No. The reason why they couldn't catch anything was because their Lord, Jesus Christ, had risen from the grave. And they had to learn something. They had to learn that because Jesus was alive, nothing was ever going to be the same anymore. Church, if Easter is about anything, it is about change. It is about drastic, dynamic change. And the only Christ who won't ask you to change or me to change is a dead Christ. A dead Christ won't ask you to change anything. He won't ask me to change anything. If Jesus is still in that tomb, then the old ways still work. We can still fall back on the comfortable and the explainable and the predictable. But my friend, 
if Jesus Christ has really risen from the dead, then nothing will ever be the same anymore. Everything has changed because we serve a risen Savior. The problem is, we don't like change, do we? We really struggle with change. Whether it's in our own lives, whether it's in the world around us, or whether it's in our church, we have a hard time with change because change forces us to embrace new realities. It forces us to deal with new issues. It causes us to have to turn away from the way we have always done things before. And so we don't like change, but Jesus needed to teach these disciples and He needs to teach you and me today that because He has risen from the dead, nothing is ever going to be the same anymore. So these disciples are out there. They've been fishing now all night long according to verse 3. And they catch nothing. They've discovered that something has changed. Something that always used to work for them now is no longer working for them at all. So what happens? Well, what happens after this is exciting. I want you to follow along with me as I read beginning with verse 4 and read on down through uh, verse 13. John, uh, sorry the wind blew my sheets around there. Uh, John chapter 21, uh, beginning with verse 4. Now here's what happened. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know it was Jesus. And He said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered Him, No. So He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It's the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and he threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, but about a hundred yards off. And when they got on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it, and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask Him, Who are you? For they knew it was the Lord. So Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish... And this was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after He was raised from the dead. Alright, so these guys haven't caught anything. They fished all night long. Suddenly, Jesus shows up on the shore. Now, I think He had probably been there the whole time, but the disciples didn't know it. They'd been so distracted with what they were trying to do. So Jesus, wanting to teach these guys the lesson that everything had changed, and nothing was ever going to be the same again. He hollers out at them across the water and He says, Hey guys, have you caught anything? And they said, Are you kidding? We had not caught anything. We've been out here all night. Haven't caught one single fish. So Jesus says to them, Here's what you need to do. 
throw the net out on the other side. And so they did. And when they threw the net out on the other side, wham, fish, <laughs> mega fish, mucho fish. How much fish? Well, we read here there were so many fish that they could not haul the net in. Now, at this point, the disciples must have been thinking, yeah, finally. You know, they, they'd been working hard, weary, tired, discouraged, defeated, hungry. Now they've got all these fish and they must have been saying, wow, now we can eat. And so Peter, realizing who it was on shore, that it was Jesus, he jumps into the water and he swims to shore. But watch this. When he gets to shore, he finds that Jesus already has a fire going. Jesus already has fish on the grill, fish that they had not caught. And not just fish, but fresh baked bread as well. And Jesus says to these weary fishermen, come and sit down and have some breakfast. Now, I believe Jesus was trying to say something to these guys. The same thing that He's wanting to say to you and me today in this post-resurrection reality. I think Jesus is saying to you and me today, listen, I know things have changed. And I know change isn't easy. I know you don't know what to do sometimes. I know you don't know what's coming next. I know you have all kinds of questions. But if you will look to me, if you will let me reveal myself to you like I revealed myself to these first disciples, you will find me to be more than sufficient for these changing days. And you don't have to fish all night long. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to beat your brains out trying to figure out how you're going to make it, how you're going to navigate through life now that everything has changed. I've got it under control, so come and sit at my feet. Let me take care of you. Let me fix you breakfast. Let me feed you. Let me provide you with the things that you need. And if you do, I will get you from where you are to the place you need to be. Church, that ought to be great news and encouraging news to us in this new reality that we're living in today where everything in the world around us has changed. But you know, that's not the only change that many of us are dealing with. Some of you have been dealing already with vocational change, financial change, relationship changes. All kinds of circumstances have changed. Situations in your life may have changed. And you're sitting there and you're wondering, how am I going to make it now that I realize nothing is ever going to be the same ever again? Well, Jesus' words to His first century disciples are still His words for you and me today. Peace. Don't worry. You don't have to stay up all night long struggling and fighting against the change that has come into your life. If you're my follower, change is always going to be part of life. 
because I have risen from the dead and because of that, nothing is ever going to be the same anymore. So trust me. Look to me. Hear my voice. See my heart. Let me feed you. Let me take care of you. Let me reveal myself to you in new ways. And I promise you, I will take you from where you are and I will get you to the place I want you to be. That's good news not only at Easter, but that's good news every single day. Yes, we are dealing with drastic change in our lives. We'll continue to deal with change long after our present circumstances here with COVID-19 are over. But if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, change is always going to be part of your life. Nothing is ever going to be the same anymore because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, came up out of that tomb. He rose from the dead. He lives and He lives in us. And He'll take us from wherever we find ourselves today and He will get us to the place He wants us to be. That's good news this Easter. I pray that you have a wonderful rest of this day celebrating the resurrection. And I invite you now to continue to worship with us as we sing praises to our risen King. Happy Easter.